time ago, but I am. I amplified or or uh, developed it a lot more because of my uh, agreeing to give this talk. You know, Shiva has a very interesting relationship which is in two pronged it's it's going in two directions at the same time the first direction of course that we are immersed in and familiar with is the beginning of the three weeks so this is shiva relationship to tisha b'av but shiva also has a relationship to yom kippur Simply because and the end, the the the, fin, the final moment of that great drama, from the moment of Shviras Haluchos and Moshe Rabbeinu comes down, and the Kapara of Yom Kippur stretches this entire time, and this, of course, is the beginning of a very very incredible episode in the history of Klal Yisrael called Chet Egel. So the beginning of the Chet Egel and the beginning of the Chet HaMiraglim in a certain sense has a, a, a connection in two words which are very vexing in their own way. They seem to be relatively harmless, but they are vexing, particularly because Rashi brings them down apparently in the wrong place. But that Rashi or those those two words connect the two different aspects of Shiva Asabatamas. Now I know that you don't have the slightest idea of what I'm talking about. The two words are Salahti Kidvorecha. Now, where do those two words appear and who is saying them? Is really an interesting question. Hagam that it's in the Torah and it's pretty clear that the Rabban Shalom is talking, and he's talking in the context of the Khaitamarag. Shalom tells Shalom is very, very upset that Bnei Israel have decided to throw in the towel. They're not going to go into Eretz Yisrael. They're not capable of conquering the land. The whole episode of the Chet HaMarad. So the Rebbe Shalom says, I will destroy all of Klal Yisrael. And I will make of you, Moshe Rabbeinu, a great nation. It's a deja vu. And Moshe Rabbeinu takes out the Chilul Hashem card. He's holding that card already from the time of the Chet Egel as well. We just said it this morning, and we're going to say it to Mincha. Right? Here he says, That's why he slaughtered them in the desert, because he simply was not capable of fulfilling his promise. He wasn't able to follow up. He wasn't able to deliver the goods. Continues Moshe Rabbeinu with Midas Harachmin, but they're not all of the Midas Harachmin. But you see an amazing parallel. The Rebbe Shalom threatens the destruction of Klal Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu 
pulls up that idea of Chil Hashem, that the people will say that you weren't able. And then he says, Yignan Lokoyach Hashem, Hashem Erech Apayim Rav Chesed, Noise Avon Bafeshev and Akelo Yinakeb, Paket Avon Avos, etc. Slachno Lavono Mazak Godel Chasdecha, Vachashel No Soso Lo Om Azemi Mitzrayim Vad Heino. That is the argument of Moshe Rabbein. He begs for forgiveness. He invokes the Midas Arachamim, the Ramban, particularly in his Pirush on this Pasuk, discusses the parts of the Midas Arachamim that were left out and why. But Moshe Rabbeinu is invoking the Midas Arachamim. What does Hashem respond? He responds with the statement, Vayoyma Hashem, Solachti, which Pashapshat would be, I have forgiven them as you requested of me, as you just said. I am responding to you. It is as you say, I acquiesce. But then, of course, Akadosh Baruch adds the following words. However, Chai Oni, he takes the Shavuah, v'yimolek v'ed Hashem eskolo'etz, g'kolo anoshim aroyim eskwedi, v'sosso sayash o'sisi b'mitzchayim v'amidbo v'chulei v'chulei, im yiru eskolo'etz. They're not going to remain alive to see Eretz Knan. They're going to die in the desert. Im yiru eskolo'etz ha'sha nishbati la'avoysom, v'chol mena atzai lo yiru lo yiru they will not see it. So what's so difficult about Salachti Kidvarecha? Well, interestingly enough, I don't have to tell you what it says in the Shulchan Aruch because you all experience Yom Kippur many times over. But it's interesting. We have Kol Nidre, the night of Yom Kippur. And after Kol Nidre, we say a number of psukim which happen to be brought down in the Ramah in Simon Tafresh Yutes. And the Ramah says, after the Mechaber says, and then he makes the Shechiyonu, of course, without a kais. And then the Yav says the Ramah, so this is very fascinating. Because if Vayoyma Hashem Salachti Kidvarecha is the words of HaKadosh Baruch Hu by the Chet HaMaraglim, what is it doing on Yom Kippur? And it's not as if we don't have equivalent Lishonis in the Maisa of the Cheta Egel in the Parsha of Vayichal Moshe, which we could invoke. So this is very, very interesting. Why is it that Dafka Vayom HaShem Salachti Kidvorecha is mentioned B'Negeya Yom Kippur and Dafka in this particular context after Kol Nidre and immediately after the Pasuk V'Nislach that's question number one. 
to reinforce the question, but actually in a certain way to make it easier because we find the same phenomenon elsewhere. I ask you to look, I mean, figuratively speaking, to look at the Rashis. There are three Rashis. I wrote them down. There's a Rashi in Parshas Kisisa, there's a Rashi in Parshas Akev, and a Rashi in Shira Shirim, Perek Aleph, Posuk Tezvav, Hinoch Yofa, Yosi. In all three of these Rashis, Rashi tells us that in the Mice of the Cheta Egel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Salachti Kidvarech. He took the Pasuk. There is no such Pasuk. There, is no such, there are no such words as Salachti Kidvarech by the Cheta Egel in Pashas Kisisa or anywhere else in the context of the Cheta Egel. These words are B'nagea the Cheta Meragli. But Afal Pikein. This is what Rashi says in Parshas Kisisa. In Parshas Ekev, he says, Those days ended the 40 days in Yom Kippur. The day of Yom Kippur and in Shirashirim, my beloved, you are beautiful. I was embarrassed in my kilkul, meaning the kilkul of the Chaita Egel. In all three cases, and these are the only times that Rashi quotes those. Word salachti kedvarecha. He is relating the salachti kedvarecha to the chait egel, when in fact it derives from the chait hamiragli. This is not Rashi's fault, as it were. As the Radal points out in the Pirkei Rebbeleza Perik Memvov, it says in Ois Pe Aleph in the Radal, Ois Pe Aleph Pe Beis. That Hare Kidvarcha Asisi Shenema Vayoma Hashem Salachti Kidvarecha. So the Pirkid Rebelezer is already saying something like Rashi. Bishmais Rabbah, he quotes, Perik Nunalif. Miyad Salachlem Akadishvoku Shenema Vayoma Hashem Salachti Kidvarecha. Cheta Egel Salachti Kidvarecha. Ubitan Huma Sham Uboy Bayoim Amaloi Lemosha Salachti Kidvarecha. And that's where Rashi got it in Parshas Ekev. Dvarim Rabba said Peregimel. Or Kivan Sheiske Moshe Zuchus Avais, Miyad Amalei Salachti Kitvarecha. And even the Zayar weighs in and quotes this Pasuk in the context of the Chaita Egel. Vahisi Toma says the Radal, Shemikrozer the Salachti Kitvarecha, Bamaraglim Neemar. So you find that the Rashis, the three Rashis that I mentioned are not the guilty party, Kivayochel. It's already mentioned quite a number of times in various Chazals all over. And in all of them, they do not try even to justify how do they use the word when it was indeed used in the context Dafka 
in the Torah itself, very well known to all of us in the Chet HaMaradu. This question was asked not by the Radal, it was asked by quite a number of Rishonim. In the, you know, the Das Kenim Ibali Atosis has many different versions uh, and uh, it includes a number of uh, Rishonim that were uh, parallel to them, the, the Cheskuni, uh, you know, and you have the Hadar Zekenim and quite a number of others. They all ask this question. The Sheet of Kubetzis in Baba Kama says, as the Radal points out, so there are a series of responses to this question, a series of answers, if you will. One of them is that Moshe Rabbeinu is actually the one that's saying Another one is that the Rebbe Shalom is talking to Moshe Rabbeinu and he's saying, the way I heard you ask me in the Chet Egel, that's how I am Moshe them once again. So that actually is a remez to the fact that said as you asked me in the Chet Egel, and justifies bringing those two words to the Chet Egel context. Another Rabbeinu Bechai, for example, and a number of others who follow the same Mahalach, say something a little bit different. In that Shita Mekubetzis, for Rav Rab Yudah ben Rav Rab Yom Tov Pirish, Shekol HaMikra Azed Vayoyma Solachti Kedvarecha, Hu HaKol Midivrei Moshe, Shemesaper Shehoyo Oymer Lamokoim Slachno Lavoin Ho'om Azek HaShonososa Eshtakad Vyoyma Kippurim, Vomarto Li Oz Solachti Kedvarecha. So that's really remarkable. And they question it. In other words, what, what, what the, this Mahalach says that the words is actually a reprise of what Hashem said by the Chet Egel is being repeated, not by Hashem, it's not said by Hashem, like but it's an extension of the Pasuk Slach No. Again, Moshe Rabbeinu is pleading on behalf of Klal Yisrael. First, he invokes the issue of Chil Hashem, Kiddush Hashem. Then he invokes the Midas Arachamim. Not all of them, but a number of them. And then he says in Pasuk Yutes of Perik Yudalit in Parsha Shlach, Slach no lavono mazeh kegodol chasdecho v'chashen nososol omazeh mimitzchayim v'adheino and there v'shom, like it says v'shom ne'emar, like we say v'shom ne'emar in the Slichas, and there, by Hashem said This is all part of the words of Moshe Rabbeinu. It's a remarkable thing. So, in other words, he's saying, "Forgive them the way you forgave them." by the when you said Hashem as you pleaded with me by the Chaytaegel. So, this is all the words of Moshe Rabbeinu according to this Rishonim. However, there's a problem. Because the very next pasuk is crystal clear that it's not the words of Moshe Rabbeinu, and it's really a non sequitur according to the Mahalach that we just mentioned. Because the next pasuk is Vuulam, however, and that's clearly the words of Hakadosh Baruch. So there goes Lechayra that particular teretz that these are the words of Moshe Rabbeinu. However, 
the Rabbeinu Bechaye and a number of others, as I started saying, they say as follows. He writes, Vayoyma Hashem means Hashem is talking, without a doubt. But he's saying a thesis, an argument. Before he gets to the Ulam Chai Oni, he's saying, listen, you are trying to repeat, you, Moshe, are trying to repeat what happened at the Chaita Egel. I threatened to destroy Klal Yisrael already, and you prevailed, and I gave you the Yud Gimel Midas Therefore, you are repeating the Yud Gimel Midas in order that I should forgive them once again. And I said, Salachti, at that time, Kidvarecha, as you requested, but not now. Not this time. This time it's going to be different. Because Ulam Chayoni, none of them will survive. I will not destroy Klal Yisrael. You succeeded in that. But I will not destroy Klal Yisrael. Is not all that you asked for, according to this Mahalach. You asked for that I should leave them be. And let even these, this door live. That I will not relent. That I will not agree to. So even though I did already say at that time, Salachti Kidvarecha, but now it's not going to be Kidvarecha. You are pleading for everything and going for broke. And I am not going to let this door come into Eretz Yisrael. So there are a variety of interpretations of how the word Salachti Kidvarecha come in to the Chet Egel when they are being used by the Chet HaMeraglim. But the Tzad HaShobah is that in the episode of the Chet HaMiraglin, there is a reference back to the Chet HaEgel, and that is the Salach Tikidvarecha, and that's the justification for using it by the Chet HaEgel, and that's what all the Rashis mean, and all the Chazals that the Radal was quoting, that's what they all mean. And I would have left it at that. It's fine. Except that there's a very, very profound and essential Ramban on this Pasuk, in this context. Actually, it's on the words in Pasuk Yud Zayin, Vata Yigdal no Koyach Hashem Kasher Dibarto Leimor. And the Ramban's thesis begins, as I told you, we don't have the time for going through the entire Ramban inside, which we should. But I have my Mincha also soon. But I, I, I just want to point out that, as I said earlier, the Ramban argues for quite a while, what is it that Moshe Rabbeinu left out in the Midas Arachamim and why? And then he says, V'lohiskir Ba'avur, right? Because it says, Noisei Ovoin V'fesha, but it doesn't say V'chata'ah. In the Midas Arachimim that we're so used to, we just said it by Slichus and we say it over and over. He says, He doesn't mention V'chata'ah. He says, What about Hashem Hashem Kel Rachum V'chanun? Here he says, by the Miraglim Hashem Erech Apayim Rav Chesed. What happened to Kel Rachum Bechanu? And he adds, by way of explanation, Ula Yoda Moshe Ki Hadin Masuach Aleihem V'Lo Yimchol Lo Olam. 
לכן לא ביקש רק אחיכוס אפיים, שלא ימיסם כאיש אחד ולא ישחטם כצין במדבר, שימוסו במגפה. That he was really asking how they should die, but not that they shouldn't die at all, because he knew that that wasn't possible. He couldn't ask for that. ובעבור שלא ביקש עתו אלא אריכוס אפיים, אמר לוי, סולחתי כדבריך. He says an amazing thing, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is talking to Moshe Rabbeinu and saying, not Kidvarecha by the ego. According to this Ramban, Kidvarecha means you are asking me in a very strange way. How come Moshe Rabbeinu, you're not asking with the full measure of the Midas HaRachim? Why not? Because you know that I won't relent. You know that I'm going to say, Kikola Anoshe Maroas Kvedi V'chulei V'chulei, and in Yiru Es Haaretz, they're not going into Eretz Yisrael. So what you are asking for is that I shouldn't simply wipe all, out all of Klal Yisrael, mask him. You are also asking that I shouldn't wipe out this entire door and just leave the children in one shot, like in a Magaifa, like the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, v'chule. so that I'm also mask him. I'm soyleach them, but kidvarecha, that you left out all of those midos because you know that I cannot relent completely. And you didn't even try. An amazing, amazing, amazing thing. So that's the Salachti Kidvarecha according to the Ramban. Now you have a very interesting thing. He quotes the Evan Ezra. And he says, the discussion about that question of whether slachna, it means merely erech apayim, or it means full-fledged slicha. But the Ramban then later says something which really I think he based it on the uh, hint that he got from the Evan Ezra. That really, what's going on here is to some extent Moshe Rabbeinu's fault, kivayochol. That he didn't go for broke. The Ramban says the following, hinei b'mishna Torah. You know that the Rambam, excuse me, you know that the Ramban is driving a point here about the difference between how Moshe Rabbeinu reprises, re, reviews the story of the Chet HaMaraglim and how he reviews the story of the Chet HaEgel. In the story of the Chet HaEgel, he tells the whole story, including how hard he tried to fend off the anger of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and bring them the Midas HaRachamim and protect and save Klal Yisrael. But he did the same thing here too by the Chet HaMaraglim. And nevertheless, when he reviews the story of the Chet HaMaraglim in Parashas Dvarim itself, he doesn't mention one word about it. In the case of the Chet HaEgel, he says, V'asnapa lifnei Hashem and he says his tefillah, he wants to know why not. Now, if it would be a matter of the humility of, of Moshe Rabbeinu that he doesn't want to call attention to himself and what he did, then why does he talk about it in the Chet HaEgel? So obviously he has to tell the whole story. Because that's his responsibility. So why doesn't he say that he davened on behalf of Klal Yisrael by the Chet HaMaraglim? And the Ramban's answer is amazing. 
The kolzem in atam sheiskarti ki hulo hispala limcha lahem elo sheyisa lahem v'yarich apay v'yifkoid avayin avayis albonim v'loyhoisat filosoy shleima alehem. The Ramban has broad shoulders. He says that Moshe Rabbeinu, you see from the way he presents this, the Midas HaRachamim in particular, that he's asking that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should forgive them, but only in part. He didn't go for broke. He didn't ask for them that they should go into Eretz Knaan. He didn't want to arouse their wrath that they discover for the first time that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't try his hardest to bring them into Eretz Yisrael. And that's why this door is a door Yosoim. And this is the Ramban in the Inyan of the Chet HaMaraglim that Hashem says, What does that mean, Kidvarecha? Kidvarecha means the way you asked not the way you asked originally by the Chet Ego, but the way you ask now in that modified way that you accept and acknowledge that this door will not go into Eretz Yisrael. Which brings us to a fascinating question. Why doesn't Moshe Rabbeinu go for broke? The Meister, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides, he decides, but the shepherd of Klal Yisrael, the one who's so concerned for them and goes to fight on their behalf over and over and over again, why isn't he trying his hardest to get them off the hook completely? And I think the answer is Pashat. The answer is, and also that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he says what he says, it's not a punishment. He cannot bring this door into Eretz Yisrael because they've lost their resolve. They don't have the strength. They don't have the gvura to be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. The failure of the Miraglim is not a failure of the moment. It's a failure of the personality of Klal Yisrael. It's a failure of the door. And that door cannot come into Eretz Yisrael because they will not be able to conquer the land. They don't have the stamina. They don't have the amuna. They don't have the trust in themselves in their relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why he cannot ask for everything because there's no one to work with. And that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Ulam Chayoni, that he's not going to bring them into Eretz Yisrael. In a certain sense, he's saving Klau Yisrael by not bringing them into Eretz Yisrael and waiting for the next door after 40 years. So it's a very remarkable thing. What have we got out of this until now? That after all of the attempts that Hashem said, by the what's it doing in all those references in the three Rashis and the five different Chazals that they speak about in the context of Chet Egel? And all of the Mepharshim, one way or another, say that because it was indeed a reference, Kidvarecha, that Hashem said, Salachidvarecha, when you pleaded for me by the Chet Egel, or that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that Hashem said, then Salachidvarecha, by the Chet Egel. We now have a new approach, a new idea. And this idea says that there is a Chet Egel in the past tense in history has nothing to do with the word Salachidvarecha at all. Salach Kidvarecha is here and now by the Chet HaMaraglim, and the Chet HaMaraglim is Kidvarecha, says the Ramban, you Moshe Rabbeinu asked just for this, and that's exactly what I'm giving 
and no more. Ad Kedekach, that Moshe Rabbeinu refuses to repeat this. He doesn't, he doesn't dare repeat it when he tells over the story by Pasha Zvarim of the Chet Maraglim, because he doesn't want the Olam to have Tainus Tim. Oh, it's your fault. Why didn't you go for broke? Now, it's very interesting. Let's get back now for a moment. And what we do on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, we say Kol Nidre. And then we say, On that Pesach alone, I could speak for a half an hour too. Because the context of that Pesach is also very unusual. And that it's brought in this general sense is it really true that in all of the Averis that every Jew does, it's Kilachala Ambish Gaga? Isn't that postuk in a very specific context about a specific Avera and a specific Karban? But let's leave that alone for a moment because we're for now, because we don't have the time for it. But after they say, and we have to explain though, however, why do we say that postuk right after Kol Nidre? And then after that we say, Hashem Salahti from the Chait HaMaraglim. So Benislach is not from Yom Kippur and Salachti Gedorecha is not from the Chait HaMaraglim. What is going on over here? And I believe that we do the Hatoris Nadarim and then we say to, to, to the Rabbanu Shlolem, look Rabbanu Shlolem, we, we, we mess up. We mess up. We, we, we have this incredible capacity to failure. We don't want to fail you. We have no desire to fail you. None of us are Mezidim, none of us are Rishon. We're standing here, Yom Kippur, Yechayfim, like Malochim, all dressed in our kittles, and we are davening and fasting and doing everything we possibly can. We make Shalom with one another. We do everything we can to be like the Malochim. We want to be as close to you as we possibly can be. And if we fail, it's like when we forget and we make a nether, and we forget that we abrogated the nether because we, we, we have that particular kind of forgetfulness that we sometimes lose ourselves in Eilam we lose ourselves in our gashmias, we lose ourselves in our pettiness, we lose ourselves in our simple, frail humanity. But really, we want, Rebbe Shalom, you should consider what we would like to be like. And in that sense, it's Kilochala on Bishgoga. But however, there's a problem. Because the moment that you start wallowing in that self-perception of not being up to snuff, of not being capable, of being a nebach, and therefore we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to regard whatever we do as a shkaga, there's a tremendous risk. The risk is the risk of the chayt hamaradu. The risk is not having the strength and the confidence that we can do something about it. And then Yom Kippur is a total failure. If we think that just because we mouth words and daven and daven and daven and talk and talk and talk and say al chait and al chait and al chait and all kinds of viduyim, and then the next day after Yom Kippur is going to be the same as before, then there's not going to be a Yom Kippur. So we have to know that we have to have that strength and that courage and that capacity and have confidence in ourselves. Because otherwise, Hashem is going to say, Salachti, but Kidvarecha, like Moshe Rabbeinu asked by the Miraglim, because they were not simply capable of more. And that's not what we want. So the, the night of Kol Nidre, when the, the day is yet young and we're just beginning, we point out, I believe, what the Ramban is saying, 
that there are times that the person, if he is too much intent upon the fact of Kilo Chola on Bishgaga, then it's going to end up with Salach Varecha. We have to do something about it. The vidui has to be a real vidui. The tshuva has to be a real tshuva. V'chulei v'chulei. So just to conclude, I think that the idea that Shiva Asa B'tamuz is a, something that branches out in two separate directions, b'vas'achas, because it's the day of Hufka Ha'ir towards Tisha B'av, and the day of Nishtabru Halucha is towards Yom Kippur. I think that that's a critical point. Because the point of the Chet HaMaraglim, which led to the Bechiyah Shal and the point of Yom Kippur is that we are still capable of total Mechila Slicha V'chapara. Because we are able to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Legamri. And at Kedekach that we build a Mishkan, even Bilvavi Mishkan Evna. So these are the two lines, as it were. One line leads to Geula, that's Yom Kippur. And the other line leads to Golas, and that's Tisha B'Av. Should be Zaychet to the Gula Shleima b'Mehega v'Yamenu Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Avkan. You're very welcome, Bezus Hashem. I look forward to other opportunities in the future. I have to go Dav Mincha now. They're all calling me. <laughs>